Unity. <laughs> uh, shout out to anyone who knows that song on FIFA. Boys, we are back in town. Boys are back. <laughs> uh, Post no podcast episode question mark. We don't know what we're on, but um, we oh, never do. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if you check your podcast on Spotify, after up there. I know. Uh, on mine, uh, we, uh, posting up was my third podcast. Mm. Uh, but Adam Halpin sent me his. We were fourth on his. Oh, yeah, we're on a few of them. Yeah, we're on Dylan a few. Dylan Gavin McHugh. So we'll take it. We'll take one. They're the diehard, <laughs> they're the diehard fans. Yeah. To be fair, most of our viewers come from Spotify. Um, and then a fair a fair few on Apple as well. SoundCloud is where we where we're down. Yeah, it's not a popular app, is it? I know. Not enough hipsters listen to us. We had the best stats on a, on a. SoundCloud because you can see on SoundCloud exactly who's listening oh okay and we're some Ukrainian who listens to every episode <laughs> what a man yeah mm-hmm. it's, some, it's probably some lad just like some random English lad that plays for Shakhtar well, we, know, we know exactly who it is don't we it's Andrew Shashenko <laughs> oh yeah or it's, <laughs> just, it's just someone with a VPN <laughs> <laughs> but anyway today uh, well because it was lockdown we couldn't really do a podcast so a lot has happened since then Premier League has been I think since we last done a podcast we were only about two or three games into the season if even uh, we, could have even been just the first game the first game or first two oh, maybe no, we can't def- remember oh, yeah, I definitely talked about uh, Liverpool is in 7-2 Okay. Oh, we did. So yeah, I think that was the last one. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was that was. I'd say it's been since lockdown. It's about six weeks. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Premier League so far. We'd have a lot more to talk about if there wasn't a shitty international break in there. But um, <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Yeah, it's fairly grand, wasn't it? No, uh, no uh, uh, international debates today. It's all Premier League because <laughs> no. I'll I'll blow my top if we talk about Ireland. No. To sum up the international break. No, we're not doing it. I basically put uh, my I put the Irish jersey as my kit on Ultimate Team just to see boys score goals. <laughs> that was it. I did the same thing. <laughs> it's really nice to see Riyad Mahrez in a in an Ireland jersey. Yeah, he'd love to see. I wonder if he has a cousin or something. Uh, oh, yeah. Granny, Granny from Clare. Riyad. It's kind of a bit of a Welsh name, isn't it? Riyad. Yeah. Riyad. <laughs> it's stretch. <laughs> but the Premier League is in full swing. Um, I suppose we should probably start with a bit of a focus on not so much the teams but who uh, who's really impressed so far in terms of players kind of just structure with who's been your five favourite players or like most you've been impressed with so far this season um, well from a Liverpool perspective Diego Jacques has been outrageous yeah some of his like his minutes per goal is like it's, it's uh, impossible to keep that up yeah, uh, but if he does keep it up, like it, that's like when Salah first joined, that's where his levels are right now, which is insane. But that's the thing as well; like nobody expected. Like I'm not saying that he's going to do a Salah first season job on this. Like, like it'd be crazy if he did. Um, but like he he's not far off falling. Like uh, like obviously there's loads of season left. Like he could hit a really like barren patch, but. Um, like it, there's nothing stopped him getting like twenty goals, twenty five goals in all competitions. Like, sure, when he joined, I, I was saying, look, if he gets about ten, fifteen goals, that's a great signing yeah. for just to supplement the front three. But he's already on nine, so yeah. like, no matter what, like obviously the standards are raised from now. But whatever he does, his stats will look good for the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny though, so like I don't. I never remember looking at him at Wolves thinking, geez, he's really quick. Yeah. 
Like, there's something about I don't know what it was. Like, maybe I just never thought he was that quick. But he's rapid. He, he always knew he was good. You never knew he was this good. No. Like when, like, when, for the like, if you were just watching games and you were like, oh, you can take a player from that Wolves team. I think nearly everyone in the world would take Real Jimenez or maybe even someone like Connor Cody. Neto even like yeah. Neto. Neto got in, got uh, in the team ahead of Jota near the end of his time there. Mm. Like, because he hit a fucking barren patch. Like, but like. <sighs> I don't think there's any debate that Jota is a better player than Neto, mm-hmm. um, especially on, on on this season's performance. Like. I suppose we have a little bit of a bias here because we're both Liverpool fans. So from the outside, Ryan, as a Spurs <laughs> fan, what have you Jota? Very good, yeah. Uh, I think he's benefited a lot from uh, from Eno not performing. I know he plays a lot of them together, but I don't think he would have got as much minutes as if Firmino was flying. So he's talking a lot from that. Um, it would have been a much harder decision to get him into the team if Firmino was on yeah. the phone. Just comparing Jala and Neto, I think it's really interesting because Jala at Wolves, he was he was always a good player, surrounded by good players, but now he's surrounded by greater players. Mm. And like he always had that ability. Like he's played for Portugal as well, performed for them. I think Neto could be very similar if he goes to City or something. I think you could see him doing similar stuff to Jala because you get more chances That's a good point. surrounded by greater players. So I think John and Neto are actually very similar and I can see them going down the exact same path. Yeah, if then I could see Liverpool maybe going in for Neto next year. I think you have to give so much credit to whatever system is in place for signing players at Liverpool. Because mm. 40 million is a lot of money but um, his age is perfect. He's just going to be coming into his prime. He looks really good yeah. and he's that style of what Klopp wants. Like, presses like a maniac quick decent control and has a goal and I'm like that's only the perfect bonus. sign yeah. it's exactly what he's needed it's like an upgraded Shaqiri a lot better than yeah, Shaqiri that's good way less injury prone and he's already performed better than Shaqiri ever has in Liverpool shirt so it's, it's a no brainer it was a fantastic sign the thing is as well like, it's still an outrageously good deal for Wolves like there was yeah. no like, uh, like you said like he was surrounded by good players at Wolves yeah Wolves weren't going to bring in a few top class players in the, in in this window. Like they brought in a few nice players. Like, um, and it's, yeah, it's not like Wolves were dying to keep them. Mm. No, no. Yeah. I mean, like they they almost they almost bite your hand off. See, Wolves are very clever. They have this link with Portugal or whatever. But they knew selling Jota. They didn't need to buy anyone. They had Podence there, and they had Neto. They have that. They got a few young fellas as well on the bench. Can't actually remember their names. But they have all these players so similar in style that if they get rid of one, they just have three or four ready to replace yeah, them. Yeah. I think you could see that continue happen with Neto with Podence because they're not going to stay at Wolves. Yeah, Wolves are they're they're like the rising kind of force, and they're doing it without billionaire backers, yeah. if you know what I mean. They're in it very smartly. I know they spent what forty million on Fabio Silva. But that's a 19 year old who might be 60 million in three years time you know? yeah. but 40 million is kind of the new 20 like it's just a standard sign in there yeah but when it's an unproved you know yeah. 19 year old it's a it's bit close. bit different but yeah I know what you mean right? the, the inflation and all that but, but yeah I've been very impressed with Jota go back to your question yeah I think he's been top top class for you. I am um, I've been like so I've been so surprised with him how he turned out another player um that I'm not surprised at all about is Jack Grealish yeah, he yeah. has been amazing I, I can't believe how good he is mm, he's and incredible uh, like it's re- I'd be really interested to see him in a better team where he's not the focal point yeah. I think you know, I think to get the most out of Jack Grealish he has to be 
the main guy and I'm just trying to figure out what's the biggest team he can go to where he is the main guy yeah I've seen, I've seen a, lot of, a lot of arguments like that with Grealish yeah. but just seeing him on that game for England against Belgium he wasn't the like star out name standout name in the game but he was the best player on the pitch yeah. <laughs> by a mile and I think if he goes to a bigger team he will be the best player there that's how good he is yeah. like if he went to, to let's say in the primary if he went to City okay there's De Bruyne there but he's after De Bruyne he's probably the best yeah, yeah. so they'll still focus on him he's still a top quality player I see a lot of arguments about Greer saying he only stands out because he's at Aston Villa but as soon as he's made the upgrade to international level he was just out of that ease from and it's not like um, you, you always see throughout the years players at these kind of smaller clubs they have like they do really well and they go to a big team and it just never mm. works out I can't, one is not even springing to my mind because they're such forgettable players but Grealish it's just when you watch him you know he'd do it in a better team yeah. it's not like his touch is control apparently he thinks he's only such a focal point it's because he has to yeah the boyhood club as well yeah you know, you'd feel a bit of what's the word not passion but like responsibility at Aston Villa yeah absolutely I think I think you're right there as well like yeah. if you bring him into a better team he like win a few Whatever, months or whatever he could be the main guy like mm. I don't think Liverpool bought Salah with the intention of him being the absolute ridiculous yeah. player that he turned out to be mm. like they knew he was going to be good same yeah. with Mane but I don't think they realised just exactly how good the two of them would mm. be um, so yeah like <sighs> saying like even price wise now it's not even taking a risk on him spending mm. like what 60 65 60, million 60 million is a snip for him especially yeah. since he signed a new contract that's how mad it's gone isn't it like, that's, yeah. like you're talking 100 mil from him especially because it's English as well Yeah, like especially if you're going to Madrid or something I know where would you carried away but like where would you see like <laughs> it sounds mad but like a Tony Cruz replacement kind of thing that would be kind of I mean he looks like a Madrid player doesn't he he has the style the swagger the I've always said yes. that Real Madrid don't sign Real Madrid only sign good looking players and Jack Grealish is a pretty boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can never forget the Levy's offer for Jack Grealish with what? 4 million plus Josh Onema oh. when Villa got relegated he got, got rejected but yeah I remember Tempting. Liverpool were like <laughs> Liverpool were like with Grealish for years when we were like on, with Daglish and Rodgers mm. when he was Irish and when he was Irish yeah, yeah. If if United didn't get Bruno, I'd say Greater should be it in the United Charters here. I suppose even just for like I uh, I don't even have that much animosity towards him because he ne- he didn't do a Declan Rice. Mm. He didn't play for the yeah. senior team. I think if the option came from to actually make the choice, I don't think he would have played for Ireland either. I think he would have left his options open. Yeah. I've gotten over Greatish. His rice will make a few more years. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever go <laughs> Rice. I just like if if say we play England, I'd boo Rice. I wouldn't boo Grealish. Mm. See that new rule last night actually. What that FIFA announced that um, any Irish player under eighteen due to Brexit can't move to England. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh FIFA rule. That? Yeah. Okay, right. So they're like because I I saw earlier in the week that they um, I think it was like every European country except for Ireland was affected because of the mm. common travel area yeah. but FIFA obviously like that they, they maybe that could, maybe that could be a good thing for underage Irish football it or is it could be a terrible thing that's what I'm saying it's going to be massive for the League of Ireland mm. the Ireland players will stay till they're at least 18 yeah but they're not getting the like 
world class facilities that they would in these they're not getting world class facilities but they get yeah. first team football yeah but I mean like look at the players that, that went through that route before like there's a number of players that have played in the League of Ireland and turned out to be fantastic players mm-hmm. Seamus Coleman he played, yeah. he played for was it Derry was it um, Sligo Sligo mm-hmm. um, but the route to an Irish player making a big is going to England early that's what it always has been yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have to be I know it doesn't have it, to yeah. be but you see like these players I, I don't I, I kind of don't want to get into this debate <laughs> but like the likes of like I know it hasn't happened in a while but like the likes of a, a Fabregas situation where like you take an unreal foreign talent that's 16 like off the yeah. road to one you bring them in that's not going to happen anymore it can't happen anymore yeah so I mean like it's going to it's going to be good for, for English young players but like mm. I suppose yeah. if I like, like this could be the point now where the uh, the League of Ireland can sort of like start to make the the Irish League, yeah. I don't know, a bit more of a talking point in Europe. Yeah, like, not gonna happen. It's just, it's just <laughs> young lads are they're brainwashed to go to England, go to England. Like we've seen it, people go to Stevenage ahead of Bowes or whatever, yeah. and that shouldn't be a thing. Like Bowes are. are not better, but it's the same level. Like just because you're across the water doesn't mean you're a better player. Like there's better player in the League of Ireland than there is in the lower divisions in England. Yeah. I think the benefit so, of going over to England is the opportunities are there's way more chance eyeballs to be on you. But that's what I'm saying. If the League of Ireland is better, better facilities, yeah. there'll be better players, more money pumped into it. I don't think the more eyeballs will go towards it. If I just there's better players yeah. in it. There's no reason they won't back it. I, I don't think so. I think they're just like they don't give a shit about the Irish League. I think they will if there's better players in it. I, don't, I really don't think so. <laughs> right. We don't know yet until like until something actually happens with, with the League of Ireland. Should the F the, the FA not broke? Uh, they are, but like, uh, I, I, like like you said, like if if players can't go over until they're eighteen, mm-hmm. you can actually like there can be more money generated. You're going to sell a, a player who's played in League of Ireland for a bit at the age of 18 or whatever for more than an unproven 16 year old that looks really good mm. like this it, it, they could generate a bit more money in, in that sense like and as well as that like I think as well with the likes of Byrne and uh, is it Matt McEnough that played um, that got called up for um, for the Irish team from, oh, yeah. from Rovers yeah Burke and McEnough yeah. Yeah. so like with Kenny in charge the chances of being picked if you're in the League of Ireland like for the Irish team is actually quite good yeah compared to other regimes like mm. so I, I don't know I think it, the League of Ireland will have a chance now to do something yeah. it just depends on hopefully they do we'll come back to it in a few months time and see what's happened yeah, where um, where do you think it would be the ideal place for Grealish to go um, nowhere nowhere you want to say Villa yeah for, oh, I mean, for this season anyway for say the next yeah. season um, like if he's going to make the next step where is it has to be European football doesn't it yeah if you can't get are we talking something like Everton or are we talking no. Real Madrid like where are we no. talking in between like you just Atlético Madrid <laughs> that'd be really Spurs yeah, yeah, Spurs you. I was thinking Spurs there but <laughs> not with Mourinho then <laughs> <laughs> I just can't okay. imagine him uh, I can't imagine him fit. well like it's not that I can't imagine it but it's unlikely that he works really hard that's true but he's not uh, he's, he's not doesn't yeah. have the pace of a Bergwijn or a Mora no. I feel like Mourinho could just kill Grealish like the way he did Hazard that season like Hazard mm. was consistently 15 goals a season and that one Mourinho year 
I think it was 15, 16. He got one goal. <laughs> Jeez. In the league? Yeah. No, in all competitions. It was very bad all season as yeah. well. Yeah. But um, I, I'm really excited to see where Gre- what end, end, ends up happening yeah. with Grealish. Like, I could see him, I could really see him at something like Chelsea or like one of the London clubs. He looks yeah. like a London boy. I can see him just doing a kind of sheer on it. Staying oh, really? in Villa. Yeah. Get as far as he can with them. Maybe win a cup because he'd probably rather that than win it than anyone else. Yeah, but even Shearer at Newcastle was in the Champions League. Yeah, but there's no reason. I mean, for the can't in a few years' time, you know, the yeah. football's a changes. Yeah, no, fu- even this year. Yeah. Well, they're both not this year, like. <laughs> yeah, they're just inconsistent, aren't they? Just yeah. struggling against weird teams and beating big teams. <laughs> it's strange. Oh, the recruitment is good. Like, they could yeah. push like further up the table in a few years, and it's not. He doesn't have to move down, but. Hmm. I really want to put you in a good mood Ryan so we're going to have a love in there um, hmm. one of the players that I'm impressed with the absolute most this season is Harry Kane yes, um, <laughs> it, yes. there is no better formula in world football than an absolutely world class talent under Jose Mourinho Yeah, I think it's so good Like <laughs> he just gets the best out of him and he treats him so well you've seen it when he did it with Frank Lampard Drogba yeah, Ronaldo even uh, Real Madrid like it's hmm. It's um the stats Kane is putting up. He's really um proven that when he did that intro Mourinho and he said he wanted to be re- Messi Ronaldo level, yeah. like the assists and goals he's getting this year is up there. Yeah. And he said um, he wants him to explode. Yeah, and he, <laughs> said, he said he would make him explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's nominated for a UEFA Team of the Year as well during the week. Yeah, like he's not even in the Champions League this year. <laughs> It's hard to ignore him though. To, like, the amount of goals and assists yeah. he's getting this year is ridiculous. Like his game is completely like it's not completely changed. His position has changed. He's dropped so much deep. Yeah, but he always had that pass in him. Yeah, we said it from years. We always had that cross field, that true ball, and now he just has a top class young min son on the end of the pa- passes, finishing them all. It's like he's like a a really improved version of that like 2011 2012 Wayne Rooney yeah <laughs> and just dropped a little bit deeper and played these balls into Tevez and Bergtoff and mm. so good yeah you just you think he'd stop scoring more but he still has seven Premier League goals this year and he's playing a lot deeper I know he takes penalties or whatever but he's just he has to be up there as one of the best number nines around Maybe Lewandowski in here even, even in the City game like just like even with him on the pitch like you saw mm. how Laporte reacted to him and for the first goal like he just mm. followed him in he didn't want Kane to get any space at all he was poor defending really son yeah. in behind but like that's that's how afraid yeah. top class <laughs> players are of Kane yeah. he creates so many different avenues for different players yeah. so not, not even, if he doesn't get a goal or assist he's involved somehow exactly. the space there was just all him and to have these world class players playing with him like a couple of years ago even when they were fighting for the title it, there was a lot of it on him Yeah, the fact that Saint, uh, Son and uh, even Bergevin are pulling their weight a lot mm. it's not all on him especially Son Son deserves a shout yeah, out it is yeah it's, a lot of the goal scoring is on Son and Kane though yeah. like no one else is really scoring Okay, they're assisting or whatever but a lot Kane and Son are, are pivotal if they're gone I mean all hopes of Spurs winning it and are gone because there's a serious lack of goals in that team yeah, yeah, but he's he's do have the benefit of the fact of having uh, someone like Lucas and Lamella. Like they don't, they're not prolific goal scorers, but they're not like they yeah. they're kind of similar to Origi in the sense that they'll come on and they can get a big goal. They chip in, yeah, they will. 
But like, I think I still think we're missing that. Like, I think Bale needs to step it up a bit more now. Because Bergwijn's not. It's all about. See, Mourinho plays the, the left winger based on work rate, and it's just going to Bergwijn at the moment because he tracks back. Yeah, but you, you, like the way you're saying that, like, without these two world class players, we're not going to be near as good. Or like, you see, like, there's barely any team. You take two world class players out of any team in the world, they'll struggle. Yeah, but they won't struggle to beat anyone. If we, if these two players don't play, we struggle against everyone. Yeah, like we lost to Antwerp. Yeah, you see what Arsenal. <laughs> you see what Arsenal now. Aubameyang not scoring. Once Aubameyang gone, they're nothing. Yeah, they're really bad. You see that? Like, look how bad they are when Aubameyang's not scoring. Doesn't mean they won't get a result against us on Sunday. Oh yeah, no, the four in the window. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm not the game. game <laughs> the game we should have went to last year. Oh god. Yeah, yeah it's a game that could have been. Game that could have. That was a great game we could have went to. But um, yeah, no, I, like just on the top of the Spurs, like there's. A lot of Spurs players that we could talk about, like Son and Kane, and Dombele has been fantastic. I think he's been great yeah. to watch. I love, I love his little like, turns. Such a nice watch, isn't he? Just so he, yeah, nice he's one of the watch. players that like his stats might not be amazing, but you watch mm-hmm. him and you just know he's a footballer. He's yeah. like such a good footballer. Yeah, he's just so nice to watch. Like, yeah. His turns are fantastic. If I didn't know where he's from, I'd swear he's Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> he's just one of the players that make you. Just throw stats out the window. Like yeah. sometimes you look at stats and think they're be all in. though it's just nothing with him. He's like in, he's like Dembele. He is Dembele. But um, yeah, trying to think of any other players that really impressed me. I know he hasn't played much for uh, Leeds yet, but Rafinha looks like a player. Mm. It's fucking speed of him. He's brilliant. Yeah. Very sharp, like very quick. I haven't like to be fair. I think I've only watched like one and a half Leeds games in full the rest of the Leeds I've seen is on match of the day <laughs> but Rafinha when he plays he stands out on match of the day because yeah. he's one of those players that's fucking rapid yeah. I saw what game was it they played was it, I think it was against uh, the game that he scored anyway against Everton he was he was brilliant and I can't remember what game it was before that Arsenal was it Arsenal yeah he was good in Arsenal yeah Very Le- sharp, Leeds did this really cool thing with their wingers you don't really went I haven't noticed and the ball's on one side one winger has to go wide and the other winger tucks in yeah they do the opposite so, so if Leeds have the ball on the right the right winger is beside him and the left winger is the furthest away so they create a lot of width on like an eight yeah. ball yeah and then they just they're in oh, Harrison yeah. and Rafinha has talking to Gerald Lynch about because he's obviously an avid Leeds fan That's he's like it works amazingly if he had players with end product because <laughs> <laughs> he said Harrison 19 out of 10 will cross it into the side net oh, right. and he said Rafinha isn't as bad but he's he's like I was saying to you on the way up he's a bit of a Lucas Moore kind of he looks unbelievable so sharp and then just miss hits the ball I really don't think this lead squad should be anywhere achieving what they are yeah. I don't think it's a great squad I do think it's down to work right like they're yeah. work right they're sprint to everything like and they Luke, lose because of it as well Luke Ayling is a standard championship low Premier League kind of fullback yeah. Like he's very good on the ball in fairness yeah but there's a lot of players like that there's a lot of players out there like him yeah I think now that they're in the Premier League with a bit of investment they could really explode they could push on they probably yeah. should um, if they keep Bielsa for a few years just to stabilise them in the league yeah but Bielsa's is the difference though like yeah. I mean you look at other teams yeah. that have similar squads they're still in the championship yeah like Bielsa is a yeah. world class manager he's just brought them like brought Leeds past the point of never being able to yeah. get back to the Premier League and they look really really good now Th- really this will really please you but imagine like the fact Leeds' success has come to Bielsa imagine Lampard at Leeds they're still in the championship aren't they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he doesn't do anything with yeah. them thanks for that he can't yeah. do he, he might get Elliot 
That's uh, Luke Ayling under Frank Lambert. But that's the thing, like, yeah, okay. Like, even, even with Derby, even with Derby, he, with Derby, he had, like, he yeah. made Antimori. Like, can we remortgage uh, Cheating? He's fucking cheating. Yeah. <laughs> can we remortgage Ellen Road to loan Mason May? <laughs> and you'll get him as well. Yeah. But there's another player I want to give a massive uh, credit to. It's Mendy off Leicester. He's made a. I thought you were going to say off City. <laughs> no, he's made indeed he look like. Nothing for Leicester. He's been he's been missing the whole season indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Mendy has stepped in and he's been amazing. I don't even know his first name, which makes it worse. Tyler's name or something like that. He's yeah. exactly identical to Candy and I really want to know. I really want to know where Le- uh, Leicester are getting these players from. Yeah. Like I I didn't think Fafana had a good game against Liverpool, but um, he's a talent. I think uh, people are saying he's good. I haven't seen him play well, but like even the fact that what nineteen year old. Yeah. He's coming in playing Premier League football at centre back. Well, he yeah. was uh, him and uh, Willie Saliba were actually the, the two Sendetian defenders. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? um, Saliba, he's gone to um, uh, he's at Arsenal now. He's you know a young lad, but yeah. they're 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 in their teens, like playing centre back. They're just they're Poor Sendetian. <laughs> yeah, last yeah. Two of the two of the best players, like young players. Leicester, the thing with their signing, they always like it's an instant impact they get. Like for Fallon, I see on you, like these players, they just they don't wait. Over it. They just look like they're primary players. Castagna as well, like yeah. has been really yeah. good. <laughs> they just Brendan um, Rodgers gets. I don't know what it is. I remember I was reading Stephen Gerrard's book and he was saying how coming up. I think it's the end of Gerrard's last season. It was fourteen, fifteen. You know, Liverpool didn't have a great year, but um, they were about eighth or ninth, and then Gerrard got injured. And when he was injured, they changed to a three at the back and just went and won ten games in a row. Yeah. Like Brent Rogers seems to fall into these formations that just work really well mm. for like a period of time, and he falls into yeah. this kind of harsh. I know it's harsh, but like it, it, that's what it looks like to me. Like right. yeah. he has he's an injury problem at Leicester. He changes it a bit, and boom, it's working on real. Wasn't that he? He played the the three at the back in that United game that. Effectively killed Mario Balotelli's career. Three 0 The three 0 that Mario Balotelli played really well in, but the Hay just had the one game of the best life. games ever. Yeah, and I, yeah, I was in Ryan's watching this. Uh, <laughs> the Paul Bryan's and there's a lot of United fans very vocally screaming for the Hay. So I was very frustrated watching that. But um, yeah, he. I, I do kind of agree with you. He does kind of like. It's a, it's born out of necessity rather than like intuition, like, and then it, he sees that it works, and obviously like yeah. goes with it then, which is good. It, it's good from his point too. But uh, obviously, it's harsh that he falls into it. Mm. Like I, yeah. I don't really know how else to phrase it. It's if more, you only did it for a year or two, I'd say yeah. that. But he's yeah. you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Well, what I don't mean is it's kind of like he's reacting to what's happening to him, and as opposed to yeah. like what most managers do, which is be proactive. But yeah. like, I'm not saying it's worse or or better. I'm just saying yeah. it's working for him. Yeah. Well, they play a counter-attacking like style yeah. as well, which is pretty reactive. Like, yeah, the player like it's nearly even boring to mention him at this stage, but he's been so good, Bruno. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Like yeah. if if like Van Dijk is. I wouldn't say by far our best player, but like arguably our most important player, and he tore his ACL. Could you imagine where United would be if Bruno tore his ACL? Yeah, uh, I suppose Donny Van de Beek would be getting a few more minutes, <laughs> but uh, he won't have half the impact that, that Bruno has. He is top quality. I wasn't expecting him to be as good as he is, and mm. what did they pay from? 60 million? Roughly, yeah. yeah looks like a Spurs, Spurs were close, weren't they? Yeah. Bruno Crowd and said it, it was all done and everything, but we just went for Luke Helton instead. 
So yeah. Listen, it might turn out in the end, but for now, it's bad. Bruno, Bruno Kane, son, yeah. Bale. Oh, it's upsetting, isn't it? Thank God he didn't <laughs> go there because Liverpool won't be winning the league this year. That that was a gamble as well on Bruno. It was. It actually was. It's improving a lot. It's improving in the Portuguese league, but like we've seen a lot of players come over from there. And Even last year, I was kind of making the point like, yeah, he got a lot of goals, twelve and our penalties. Like, mm-hmm. but when you watch him play, he's just Fast. a star. Play, the player at his pace. Yeah. When he slows it down, the whole United team. Yeah. Even McGuire press- slows it down. Well, he presses, he, he leads the press a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, even passionate. From, even so from passionate. behind the striker. Yeah. Like, he, he press from behind the striker, which will get the striker going. Um, and he's just, like, he, he always looks for the ball. He mm. always tries to play a difficult pass, which is. Yeah. And people say he always gives the ball away or whatever. But. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you don't try and, yeah. and make the pass, then. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never you'll never make yeah. get as many assists as he has. High risk, high reward kind of. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Um, Portugal won the Euros in twenty sixteen, but I'd say Ronaldo is kind of annoyed that this unreal like crop of Portuguese <laughs> players is coming through when he's getting to getting up there. <laughs> like imagine prime Ronaldo, Bruno, Jota. Yeah. yeah and then so Ronaldo will like, probably stick around for another four years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you see, he's got goals in him still. Like. No need to stop, yeah. They're the outsiders for the next World Cup, like. Mm. Yeah, they have a lot of talent there. Um, and Ronaldo said it'd be his last one. I'd love to see him lift it before yeah. he retires. <laughs> you talk about Calvert-Lewin a bit, don't we? Calvert-Lewin's good. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I that, think the uh, mask is slipping a bit, though. Yeah, possibly. It could be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In that six-yard box, I don't think there's anyone as good as him. Like, he's literally Ronaldo level ahead He's very, very strong in the air. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like I'm, okay. Like he's not, he's not going to in, impact the build up a lot. Like he's not that kind of player. Yeah. So he does rely on other players creating the chances mm. for him. Um, and if that sort of slows, his output slows as well. Mm. So I, I no, it's it is kind of hard to say. Oh, he's, I don't know. He's 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 not a fantastic player. I'm just not really convinced by him he's such a throwback he's like the striker from about 20 years ago that yeah. just plays in the six yard box gets a touch and it's a goal yeah and look he's an absolute yeah. he, 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 the best thing I can say he's an absolute nuisance yeah and he scored he has scored a lot of goals a lot of really good goals as well and I don't want to take that away from him I just I I feel like if Everton didn't make the signs that they made this year there's no way he's yeah Getting near that, getting near the England team. Mm. Um, you compare that, yeah. You can compare that with kind of the draw sign as well. Like comparing with like playing with better players, he's always going to improve. Yeah, and look, he does his job well. Um, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just a personal thing. I kind of like a player that can, I don't know, do do a bit more. But yeah. I suppose his whole of play should be better for the size of him. Like yeah. he flicks on headers, or whatever. But ball to feet, he's not. He's not the greatest. Kind of. Lukaku touch better <laughs> of all the, like of all the players we mentioned um, I think DCL is probably the the most at risk of it just being form rather than yeah. like proper talent but mm. um, like there is no doubt that he's on, on form he's so good right yeah. now if he keeps it up for a year or two another massive striker for England <laughs> but exactly, look yeah. at England's striker options and he's getting caps yeah I know I don't rate Gareth at all, so I don't know how much a, a compliment it is that he's starting <laughs> for England. But um, I mean, like he is still playing pay for the goals. Could you imagine like a, just a classic four four two for England with DCL <laughs> and Kane up top? I mean, like just get it in the box. That is get it in like, the mix up. Yeah, Jack Grealish on the left or the right, like Beckham whiffing. <laughs> <in. laughs> 
There's still been none. <laughs> That's a genuinely looking at looking at the quality of the players that are playing uh, for England now and seeing how much like depth they have. Yeah, it's just written in the stars. So <clears> not <throat> in, in the group stage, isn't it? Iceland's coming for you again. <laughs> if they're there, are they there? Uh, no, oh, none of the arch. Iceland did qualify. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Um, outrageous. But um, what do we think? Any any managerial uh, <laughs> positions in in danger? In danger. Yeah. Chris Wilder maybe. Chris Wilder. I don't think it's in danger, but any other team in certain a similar situation should be gone. Yeah. Nine games and one point. That, that's the disappointment. Mm. Sheffield United had the disappointment of the season. I give it. Give it the proper stats that Klopp did. Uh, nine games <laughs> one point and three subs <laughs> brilliant um, but I think Wilder and Dyke are the only two managers that would get yeah, away with he's kind of unsackable after what he's done for them but like mm. I don't know maybe they just need a change because their squad I know, their squad's not great yeah like they poor. really need a striker um, and they did spend 24 million on mm. Brewster was yeah. it? Yeah. 40, 45 million on him and Ollie McBurney like, <laughs> like there's so much like I hope if Wilder's making them decisions he should be sacked <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know though like you'd worry you think like what what Wilder does like he has he's been managed to that team for so long now that if you threw someone else in and try to implement something else mm. you could end up having one of the worst seasons mm. possible um, I think I generally think even if they're going to get relegated they need to keep him because yeah. like like Farka and Norwich isn't it kind yeah, of like, you need to give him a bit of respect it's because he's overachieved season. so much that we're kind of saying he's at risk but like no I, I think the only reason you'd sack him is to get someone in and hope you have a manager yeah. new manager boost and that keeps them in the league and then they can resettle next year I remember the opening game of the season was Wolves-Sheffield and I was thinking oh it's subtitle like the 8th versus whatever yeah. thinking they'll both be up there again and they've just gone on different levels like Wolves have pushed on and I do think Sheffield will go down but the, I think it's nearly guaranteed like I think after 9 games 1 point long season though I know but they're playing basically playing a 29 game season and everyone else is playing a 38 game season because they've no basically yeah, no like 6 points yeah. off but the thing it's is they up as well. they're, they're missing um, O'Connell big time as well yeah like he, he did his ACL didn't he sorry he's, he's out for he's a, out for a season, season yeah which is the fact that they're not hard to beat though if you know what I mean yeah I know the games have been tight but like fans give a massive power as well for them to consistently lose instead of Get nicking a draw and stuff. That's, that's not a good sign. Yeah, but once they go behind, they, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Like there's, they, they don't score enough goals, and they're not a solid defensively now. Like it, they're, they're just, yeah, they're missing O'Connell and, mm. and could, fans. You could say they've been unlucky as well. Like they've lost a few one nils here and there, but yeah. they could have got a point. But I just don't see it going anywhere from. I think it's going down to the championship. Yeah, looks uh, like it. Oh, go on, have your Scott Parker around there, Cantwell. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen enough of Fulham by choice <laughs> by choice yeah um, I heard they were very good against Leicester uh, I don't want to kick <laughs> I don't want to kick Scott Parker now I think he's actually just Lampard liked for me um, he's just a lot of the reasons why I hate Lampard um, they've also applied to Scott Parker the nationality <laughs> in terms of how easy the media yeah, yeah. go on him yeah um, and yeah I, I don't know I, I'm not going to kick Scott Parker when he's down <laughs> good win against Red and Rogers, and yeah. uh, 
What's he here to do? I, I still like I, I, they're still going down. But the, yeah, at the rate Fulham sack managers, I can't believe he's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've they've a weird owner, like. Yeah, well, he's he's English. <laughs> I don't think the owner cares. I think the like, the owner built a Michael Jackson statue. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I think yeah. his Fulham team might surprise everyone. You know, like, yeah. at the start, I was like, but you were saying on the way, it's a it's a completely different team from what they started. With. They've rebuilt their defence. Yeah. But they've just changed their defence. Robinson left back. Luckman looks very sharp. Cavalero scored a penalty, amazingly. Yeah. And then um, Nguisa looks a player as well, who was at Villarreal last year, I didn't know. Started in the La Liga. Oh, he was unreal. They just brought him back. Yeah. And he looks a top player. Like Ruby Loft Sheik, like they have the players to stay up. But it's just if they can get the results, I'm not sure. Will it come down to the manager stuff? Managers yeah. around them. There's a theory I'd like to put past is I was thinking about this a lot. It was about um points totals and you know the way when Guardiola came into the league a lot of, a lot of teams tried to adopt his kind of style of play um, and since then we've seen the league is 100 points 97 99 yeah and I was thinking that like with the way teams with most of the teams in the Premier League trying to play nice football it's it's playing into the big teams hands a bit where they can that's why they're getting way more wins than usual and this season is the season where the teams that have been practicing for the last few years trying to play this way are kind of getting it right and it's just why the points total will be a lot lower this year yeah um, actually yeah like I mean obviously it, it, like when Pep came in it takes a while to implement a, a mm. style especially if it's not I don't know the original style that the man like if clubs are trying to adopt Guardiola style it'll take a bit longer I think the biggest factor with the league being as tight this year is just no fans yeah, and the amount of injuries that the teams are getting because mm. teams don't teams aren't playing emotionally anymore they're playing like that's what football's all about mm-hmm. I know but like they, you, you won't see um, you won't see players like rushing forward or rushing yeah. diving into tackles or uh, like the most the emotional thing I ever felt in the game of football was when we were in in the cup and Andy Robertson this is the game he came alive against Man City yeah. where he started pressing that left back and he ended up at like right corner flag nearly pressing the ball yeah like you don't do that without fans no like if if you do <laughs> if you look back at that now maybe Andy borderline Robertson. in the eye yeah but it was, it was but the, fans, to see. the fans loved it yeah that was the first time I ever heard the Andy Robertson chant was after that yeah yeah no, I, I, I don't know I think it's like City aren't as good this year though um, in terms yeah. of like the points though, Liverpool have had obviously massive uh, injuries but still look pretty solid mm. but it just it, that won't last for for too long I don't think mm. so if the thing is if Spurs can get a decent run or Chelsea can get a decent run yeah. they are actually probably favourites to, <laughs> to go and win it if they can keep the head like um, I'm not, not, not really convinced about City this year and Liverpool's uh, squad depth is going to be pushed to the limit this year it's a, co- it's a combination of top teams getting worse and smaller teams getting better and injuries I think Liverpool win the league this year without a doubt if they don't have them injuries I think they might have actually run away with it this year if they didn't have them injuries yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really look I think Spurs have improved United have improved Chelsea have improved City have gone down but Liverpool are kind of the same if it wasn't for injuries and Arsenal have gotten worse mm. yeah. so it's I, I kind of really don't know what to make of it 
That's what you want. You said it before the season. We want. Well, I wanted a season where there's five or six teams actually going kind of could win the title come in the last few weeks. The the biggest thing is there's been there's three English teams that have topped the Champions League groups already. Mm. So English football was back. Yeah, we talk about some of the teams outside of City and Liverpool's managers because I actually think it's really interesting looking at Spurs this year oh was it jo- Jose mm-hmm. Jose. <laughs> Jose he's proven everyone wrong ever since he did that Paddy yeah. Power had <laughs> or his Instagram post who's a special boy <laughs> it's me <laughs> well, it's a weird one for me though I, I, I do like him I really like him but it's just these Europa League performances are worrying I'd love to go back to that podcast we yeah. did we did like the podcast right after pot got sacked it was all still mm. fresh and I was fuming like I couldn't <laughs> believe it and I was I was like uh, so anti-Mourinho but I'm really liking it right now yeah it's it's just it, it is a good feeling at the moment I think part of that is like Ndombele's back even after mm. the dog's abuse Mourinho was giving him and um, Kane's playing outrageous Son is playing outrageous as well and I think Mourinho was just honest with Ndombele yeah, he's maybe. lazy, <laughs> and now he's not. Exactly, and now he's yeah. performing. But like it, it, like that kind of treatment doesn't work with no a lot of players now. Um, like you need it, the you need the credentials to do that. Yeah, and like yeah. I mean, like it, I don't think it worked for Pogba. Um, but it, it, yeah, it, but that's just his fucking ego. Yeah, well, like we can see, it's not really working with any manager for him. <laughs> so I'll go to Pogba, and Pogba will be like, "Food, fuck you!" Like, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, United fans think <laughs> if they'd had a slightly better manager, they'd be way further up the table. But yeah, um, yeah. the manager I really want to point out to. Sorry, oh no, you, you were, we're talking about Josie. Sorry. Uh, oh no, I just wanted to point out that he's done a really good job and yeah. he's proving people wrong so far. Um, so far, yeah. <laughs> from a Spurs fan perspective, what's the kind of feel around the fan base? Are they Because um, at the start it was pretty divided. They are happy, but I think there's more. you get more of a sense of it when fans are back because mm. if you can see that type of performance where we sit back against teams at home, you might get the odd boo. But they're delighted with them because they're top of the table yeah. so no matter how we play against anyone if you get a result they're happy so sort of a veneer of kind of good faith and then just bubbling under the surface waiting yeah. creep a, a few bad results and yeah. I could see something going on there Mourinho attacking players and then fans back as well might get on his back but at the moment result based game and did what he had to do against Chelsea to stay top of the table so the, can't really argue with it at all the manager I really want to point out is like the manager of the Posting Up podcast that like we all love Ralph Hasnell I think yeah, he's done so well we yeah. all uh, said Southampton were on the verge of doing having a good season yeah. like I think even when they lost 9-0 the, the game they, they, they do win before <laughs> that <laughs> I was saying I don't know why they're not doing so well yeah. they've good manager they've good squad yeah, but um, I mean, I tipped them for Europe this year. Yeah, I, I, I bet United they were sitting up there. I wasn't that ambitious, but like even still, they're doing so well. I'm mm. so impressed, and even watching them play there, like uh, this is how I know I like a team is when I flick on Sky Sports and like I want to watch that game. Like mm. Burnley Sheffield tonight, I'm not watching that. <laughs> Newcastle. Uh, you, went, you are picking seriously yeah. bad teams. <laughs> but like, even like if it's Southampton Wolves, that's a really exciting game. Yeah, Southampton Leeds. Imagine yeah. that. Who's Southampton playing? Anyone Leeds? Oh, exciting. This this week, yeah, this week is like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this game. It's like 
Ooh. two enigmas. Is that Brighton? Brighton? Yeah. Oh, the Battle of the Hipster Managers. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Great part. The best English manager. Uh-huh. Anyway. Oh, we should get the English shop. The English shop. Well done. I have something to say about that. You hate him. Really? Yeah, well, oh, my oh, God. Well, well done. What are you doing? <laughs> get on the part of bandwagon. <laughs> Skype him there, zoom him. <laughs> you share it to Moisey. Moisey's doing great. Mm. I can't believe he's getting a new contract. He's won all his games in November. Yeah. If they even working for uh, no, he wasn't working for home in November. Was he? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> October. If West Ham want to see some really bad form, give Moisey a new contract. Just, as soon <laughs> yeah. as he signs that contract, they're going to lose every yeah. game. I yeah. don't know why. It's just going to happen. Well, it happened. It, that, that's what tends to happen. Like, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's, that's what tends to happen. Like, when you give players or managers new contracts, it's just form dips. Storing a bit there, can't tell. As <laughs> if we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> I was just lagging in real life. <laughs> so, Ryan, yeah. who's your. Dis- like, my disappointment of the season is either Sheffield United or um, Aubameyang. What's yours? Matt Darley. Why? Defensively and attackingly, he's he's been so poor. Like he just he looks like he can't. He's forgotten how to play football a bit. And I'm gonna put yeah, I'm gonna put down the tactics. But um, do you think that's the the fact that he's gone? Like he's played wing back for like four years. And now he's gone to a back four. Does that have anything to do with it, or is it? Just yeah, he'll have less cover, but in behind. But when he goes forward, he's not great. Really? So there's no excuse for that. Yeah. I mean he's playing with Bale or Bergwijn whoever's on that side and it's just not working for him yeah, even, in the, even in the Europa League and defensively I, I get he doesn't have that cover of the, the third centre half he's but like, he just keeps getting skipped by 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 everyone really and it, it's worrying okay. I haven't seen I haven't seen Oscar, <laughs> I haven't seen except for Ireland like, he, hasn't, so. okay. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't played much that's the thing <laughs> Yeah, um, you yeah, know I haven't. I've only seen him play for Ireland really. Mm. And it was yeah. his first game against uh, against Everton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that was it. Just thinking back now, actually, there's kind of pitchfork say for Mourinho after the first game. Was there? It was. That's what Levy made Levy sign Regulon and Bale. <laughs> so it was the best worst thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> Thank God we lost that first game because we needed a left back badly and we weren't going to buy one. Yeah. Like at, like the Spurs are kind of four point down on games that they nearly got robbed in like that Newcastle game like that's a joke yeah they got robbed in that if West you say Ham. West Ham they weren't robbed in that game I can't really remember we weren't that. robbed by VAR right now but we should have won yeah. Trina yeah, up yeah. six minutes to go yeah, it was yeah. just poor shocking <laughs> who gave it someone gave it really the, the fail uh, for the free kick that was really steady do you want to know who it was <laughs> Darty <laughs> is it Sissoko I think it was Darty I'm 90% sure it was Darty Oh no. But it wasn't a free kick. But it was silly from him with the hands up. Yeah. It was yeah, him yeah. or Aurier, but I don't think Aurier was playing. Well yeah, no, it it should never it should ne- that that game yeah. should never have been lost. No. What what a goal that was as yeah. well. Yeah, sometimes you just had to put your hand I wasn't annoyed because that was the goal that got the point because it was a scream and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. I had a chance to catch out in that game actually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Faintly left it too long. <laughs> True. Lanzini scoring. <laughs> right. Lads, I want to ruin your weekend right now because we've talked about what's happened in the Premier League so far, and uh, the debate has to happen. What do we think of VAR? <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep this short. I want to get rid. You want to get rid of it altogether? Yeah, get rid. Uh, I don't try. I. I understand when people say they want to fix it or this has to happen or this has to happen. I don't trust anyone in charge to be able to sort this out. Just get rid, 
goal line technology we're going to have a few bad decisions we're having a few bad decisions anyway it's just the, the game is being slowed down so much it's just not worth it um, I I don't think we should get rid of it altogether I think now that's it's there there's not a hope in hell that's getting rid of it, that we're getting rid of it mm. um, I don't think so because if enough players come out against it if enough like you can tell if the fans are in the crowd the chance by video would be mad like if you um, gave a vote to the fans like do you want video or do you, you don't I'd say nearly 90% would be against it yeah um, I, I can understand that but I think it's just the way that they're using it at the moment like they have these like s- set of like instructions that oh they can apply VAR here or they can look at it there but like, do you trust the people in charge to be able to fix that? I I trust I trust that they don't. They word the requirements of using VAR so fucking weirdly <laughs> that they they don't know exactly when to use it. Yeah, but they're going to make it even weirder trying to fix it. Well, I I I, I think look at what they do what they do in in tennis and have sort of a challenge system. Yeah, a challenge system it needs to come in because like in, in the case of like. Like the obvious, the obvious example for Irish people is the the Thierry Henry handball. Yeah. If the challenge system is involved there, you look like basically the manager talks to one of the players. They say definitely, definitely mm. challenge this. They have a look of fire and they overrule it. And mm. um, it say it, it it saves the situation. Like if the challenge system is is there, Danny Welbeck is not appealing for a penalty mm-hmm. in, in the Brighton game no. maybe he is if they have the challenge left at the end of the game but that's a different uh, a, a different argument but it's if the challenge system is there more players are uh, are likely well the players aren't really calling for VAR yeah. less non-penalties and yeah. offside like barely offside goals are going to be given uh, I think just the, the, if they limit the use of VAR yeah. it can actually be really really good but the way that the way that they were now the clear and obvious errors yeah but they've all changed all the rules for VAR like the offside with the linesman putting his flag up late or not making the decision there's been so many cases where there's been an offside the team wins a corner and that's it they take the corner what yeah. if they score from the corner you can't go back like the way it was is where the, the linesman makes the quick decision like if it's a little bit wrong fair enough you have to live with it for the speed of the game yeah but the only way I'd be able to get on board with, on board with VAR is the managers get one challenge each half and that's it. Yeah, and if you're right, you keep the challenge. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think that's the most logical way to go about it because uh, yeah. if you look at, like, there's so many penalties that are given for nonsense. Like, the Max Kilman one. And, yeah, and like, I know that the, in the same day, uh, Joe Gomez against City, like, I think Max Kilman's Max Kilman one was way worse. Like, mm. there's no way that should have been given. But, like, players won't claim for that managers won't claim for that and it's like just because it hits just because it hits a hand or there is slight contact mm. in a tackle like doesn't mean that it's not to give a penalty away like yeah like do these I people at FIFA think defenders don't have arms like, yeah what? pretty much <laughs> <laughs> defensively they have to change their whole game don't they the hands behind the back yeah. well, Ryan where do you stand on the VAR issue um, I think the challenge system could work yeah. but I think it would still miss massive calls let's say there's two massive off- three massive offsides in a game and they challenge two of them and they still miss one do you know what I mean the whole point of VAR was clear and obvious errors what I think they should do is for handballs leave it up to the ref on the pitch unless it's a goal line handball or a Thierry Henry handball 
like these blocking shots or whatever happened there if the ref doesn't give it leave it unless it's on the line or on re I think in terms of offsides if the lines are crossing advantage to the striker yeah, yeah. if the lines are offside. if the lines are like not on each other then you go to it because that Manny one is ridiculous there's so many of them that have just the, been the stupidest thing I've ever seen is that they mark it to the sleeve yeah why so, have, like why don't teams just get longer sleeves like you know what I mean and like, I mean they will if you see a guy go out there put his arm out and score with his like shoulder with his sleeve you know the ref's going to give handball so you yeah. cannot score with that part of your hand but they'll, they'll count his offside yeah so now the defenders have an advantage in these situations less goals yeah I was going to say in, in the Eredivies in Holland they do that the lines are smaller so Thicker. They kind of have just abandoned FIFA in a way, and they're just doing their own yeah. thing well, like, with, the, with the lines. They've completely lost the concept of if you're level, you're onside, yeah. which is like oh, it's so frustrating. Like because but you look at you, things, you're like you have to give advance to the striker. The whole yeah. point of football is goals. <laughs> but you know you can't like they use, the camera they use. I think is sixty frames per second. Mm. When players are running at speed they are moving distance between those frames where you literally cannot tell if they're onside or not and they're still trying to make these calls so the technology isn't even there to keep up with the players yeah what they should do is like they should effectively if they're looking at offside don't use the lines only use the lines if you like if you have to use the lines there's no advantage yeah that's what I see yeah get rid of your lines look at it oh he's offside there you go look at it you've 30 seconds to make a decision go what? Yeah. There's, there's a league that actually does that I think it's the Australian league or MLS Could that be, actually yeah. they just look at the still frame yeah. without yeah. using lines and they're like okay well that's offside or that's onside but I still think it's so important that we get the, the big decisions right like the Henri handballs the clear offsides well, then that's, that's why I think the challenge thing wouldn't work because there could be more than two no but if you get if you get if you challenge and you get it right you keep your challenge yeah, but if uh, yeah. then you could keep challenging and keep challenging, the game's still slow. You know that's why if the if the ref keeps getting the decisions wrong, <laughs> but there'll be a never-ending amount of decisions, tight decisions in a game. Do you know what I mean? Like it, was, it, I don't think it would work. Like, but if you get one decision wrong, the rest decisions then are irrelevant because. But it, the way it works, it, you'd only challenge the big things where you're confident. You know you're going to be right. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, but that's right. the way they could still miss. Do they could still miss a massive thing? But they miss. They wouldn't miss a massive thing if they don't challenge it. They will. Yeah, but that's why. Don't waste your challenge on the small ones. Wait until there's something big and obvious. Yeah, what if your the other team score and he's clearly offside and you challenge it? Goal disallowed. Yeah, you keep challenging. Happens again. The ref misses it again. Yeah, you, you just keep challenging. So you go over and over again. Yeah, but th- it's that going to be ref- like. Yeah, but that's only if the ref keeps making decisions. It's the same thing as we have now. But the ref will constantly get it wrong. We know how bad these refs are. Yeah. yeah but and how quick the game is, in fairness. Yeah, but that's what we have now. Where if the ref keeps getting it wrong, we keep checking it. Whereas if you have a challenge, there's a chance they don't check it. Maybe we just need to get better referees. Like, yeah. I mean, if down the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if, if you have a better referee uh, in Stocky Park or whatever looking at. Um, whatever var- contentious fire decisions or whatever um, they'll see they'll have a look at once and be like okay well that's definitely uh, that's de- we definitely need to look at that or we definitely need to overrule that goal call that offside he's a mild offside if you have better referees making common sense decisions yeah. 
it works perfectly. But what we've seen is that we just like in the Premier League, the quality of refereeing isn't good. It could be an option is a former player in the Stockley Park with the referee explaining that that's a natural position and all this but I know you have a load of things coming in there I like mean, who, if you get a striker or a defender in exactly, there as well exactly. but like what kind like how can you still be on the VAR after that uh, what happened to Van Dyke? you know what I mean sorry. technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that we'll edit that out no uh, after what happened to Van Dyke, like the the referee the guy in Stockley Park is so focused on these little offsides they miss one of the worst tackles I've ever seen I don't a career like a, a potential career ending tackle on Van Dyke. wasn't that uh, it, it, I don't think they missed it I think they had a look and said that Van Dyke was offside yeah. no, it's, by, it's, by, it's the, re- by the sleeve thing it's irrelevant if he's onside or not a red card uh, it's irrelevant You, if he was offside he couldn't have got a penalty but regardless Pickford should have been sent off wasn't that like if, if he deemed that as like uh, I don't know what the words are there's two different things like it was serious foul play or reckless mm. endangerment or something yeah. like that but it's a red card either way it just, it's a difference of one game ban or three game ban I don't. I don't think that was it. I think if he was on, if serious foul play was if if he was in play, um, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Whatever it was, anyway, there should have been some repercussion there. This sums up the problem. We don't know the rules anymore. No, but th- th- that's the thing as well. The wording of the use yeah. of VAR is ridiculous. Like a clear and obvious error. Like we go back to like I, I know we talk a lot about Liverpool in this podcast, but we are like two two thirds of us watch <laughs> all the Liverpool games and. This year has been uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of decisions in VAR yeah. that have applied to this, but like the Welbeck penalty is not clear and obvious error. Arguably, yeah. it's not even an error. Now, I probably think it, like it's it's similar enough to Masuaki's tackle on Salah in a different game, so mm. I, I don't have an issue with with the penalty being given. But the fact that it's being looked at is yeah. a bit ridiculous, like. Um, I just think the ref has to be good enough to see that that's a penalty yeah yeah but make up your like you have to make the decision you can't not make any decision yeah <laughs> and then let them do it all you have to referee I know, but what is difficult about that especially with the Welbeck thing is even now there's like 50-50 people saying it's penalty people saying it's not a penalty yeah. well, it's not a clear and obvious error and it shouldn't have been locked on I know but when we're saying that the ref has the ref, to get it, the ref's interpretation yeah but like when you say the ref has to get it right there like what is the right decision there I think well, if you didn't think it was a penalty, they shouldn't have yeah, looked at. It. I agree. That's what I think we been. should just go whatever the ref says on the pitch. With them calls, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, because <laughs> what killed me was uh, the Scotland keeper when he saved that penalty, biggest moment of his career, <laughs> and he stands to look at the ref, see if he's going to rob it from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not VAR. It annoys me. Yeah, we'll <laughs> stop talking about it now. Oh, let's put ourselves in a good mood. Um, Ryan, what trophy are Spurs going to win? Uh, Pierre Emil Hoiberg Player of the Year trophy, <laughs> special one trophy. No, um, I think we will win the Carling Cup, and that's it. Okay, I'm not getting excited. Let's do a few quick fire uh, questions. You're really disappointed with that answer, right? You're yeah, you thought I'd go on a mad one there. <laughs> quick fire questions. Transfer of the year, Ryan. Hoiberg. Cantwell. Um, transfer of the year. Uh. I was so excited by Thiago 
even by the small amount that I've seen mm. him, he's just so nice to watch. Yeah, um, fuck Richarlison. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Um, the thing I read about Thiago shocked me. Um, in the last five years, Daniel Sturridge has missed 120 games through injury. Thiago has missed 135 through injury. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, yeah, just taking now, I think Thiago Silva isn't a bad shout. I think he's yeah. doing really well for Chelsea. Um, plugging. Mendy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, meant goalkeeper Chilla is looking really well, good as well. Okay. Um, Ryan, flop of the season. Darty. <laughs> Can't tell. Fabamia. Yes. I go Chris Wilder. <laughs> Three so Chris Wilder. Yeah. Um, or VAR, probably. <laughs> and do you think. Um, not to ask a question. Oh yeah. Um, what do you think of Arsenal at the moment, actually? Um, I think they are probably the worst Arsenal team I've ever seen. Jesus. Is that a nice cold take? There? Is that a hot take? <laughs> uh, it's probably not considering they're not yeah. scoring. Um, I mean, if you think of some of the Arsenal teams that we've seen, Van Persie, Fabregas, even a couple of years ago, they had the likes of. Uh, uh, like Nasri and shit mm. and they always had like Ozil or Alexis Sanchez this team has they've Aubameyang but after that they've no one and Aubameyang's like 30 something and he's got form so yeah I actually think they should have sold him this year it's bad they could have got but who would have bought him like at, at his age oh there would have been some Interman Barca bidding for him yeah okay they should have sold him Partey is a big loss to him as well he was, he was good when he played yeah Inter Milan would snap like be dying for uh, uh, Aubameyang yeah they always seem to get <laughs> if, you, if you're struggling and want to sell a player you just know when Milan are going to buy yeah. him yeah, as long as they're currently plus I don't know how long we've said it and how no one has yet to do anything about it but Arsenal defence is so bad <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually why sad. is no one doing anything about this Bellerin is alright going forward but he can't defend Kieran Tierney he's alright but like what Gabriel looks a player. He looks good. I like Kieran Tierney as well. Uh, I have to say, he, he does. The way they set up to the to defence is pretty interesting. Because they actually, even like when they play the three at the back, Tierney ends up getting up and yeah. down as a, as a left back. But for me, T- Tierney's just like a higher mid table Premier League left back. Like, you know he, what I mean? He's been asked to do a lot more than the average left back or left side to centre back, so I I give him a bit of credit there. Um, but the fact that Rob Holden's getting the minutes he is, and he is bad. I don't yeah. even mind Rob Holden. I think Tierney's the problem. Holden, no, he's he's not good enough for an Arsenal team. No, David no. Luiz and Mustafi, and I've still not pushed on Gabriel. I know he scored twice, but. He's young though as well. He's only yeah. twenty two. There's potential in Gabriel. And all I'm yeah. saying about Gabriel is like he just doesn't look awful. Yeah. He, he looks alright. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like what you want in the Irish government, doesn't yeah. it? You want someone yeah. that's awful, <laughs> someone that doesn't do anything bad. There's no hope of that. <laughs> Hashtag uh, pay the nurses. Please. No, pay the nurses. No, no happy birthday. <laughs> Nothing rushes. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um yeah, no, I think there's there's a genuine argument there, like I, I like Arteta I think he's really honest yeah he's actually done really well with that Arsenal team mm. I, I think because it, it did look pretty awful but they haven't scored in a long time and if it was if it was still under Mr. Good Evening mm. uh, I think he probably would be sacked at the moment yeah. they're paying about 600 
grand a week to Aubameyang and Ozil mm. like that, that's not sustainable well that's no. that's not on that's not on Arteta I know I know uh, well, I just mean like in terms of the club how the club is going they are they're not going to be uh, They, I honestly think they could be 5-10 years away from Champions League football football's yeah. a weird out of game though. they yeah, could just go and beat Spurs quick. on Sunday I mean you yeah. saw what they well anything can happen in one off game yeah. well, if they beat Spurs on Sunday momentum and all of a sudden they're pushing Spurs are dropping and Arsenal fans are on their high horse again so <laughs> it's a weird game you sound like you've, you've said that before yeah. you sound like you've been thinking about it a lot <laughs> I'm literally just waiting for Arsenal to win get well, text off McHugh Arsenal are better and say no problem he'll just keep attacking me because Arsenal are irrelevant to me that has to be the, <laughs> that has to be the problem of being like the only Spurs fan in the town they get bombarded with that <laughs> yeah it was a good thing when you bet Ajax though yeah yeah, yeah free, free drinks blew up him <laughs> she didn't get a few, few free drinks I remember watching a Liverpool game with him there was about I don't know about 10 Liverpool fans in the bar and you were fuming <laughs> which one uh, the 2-1 uh, the penalty and then Nirando the uh, Firmino goal yeah painful because we were actually the better team yeah and it's just so cool missed the one on one he scored in like the first couple of seconds as well I thought you were trying to put Ryan a good mood Sorry, right. talking, talking about what trophies they're going to win is against the Spurs. Maybe your Spurs are up and down in a matter of minutes. No. I think Spurs could win the Europa League. I know they're not doing great in the group, but um, as long as Real Madrid don't fall into the Europa League, <laughs> Spurs are the favourites. It's either Madrid or Inter, though. So. I think Spurs could beat Inter, though. I mean, it's raining in the stars for Bale to come on, come yeah. on, come off the bench <laughs> and score the winner against the Dan. Europa League final. I take Sorry, that. Sorry, well done. <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually talk about Champions League. It's very, <laughs> Champions League is actually pretty interesting at the moment. Yeah, some of the groups are United's group and Real Madrid's group are like I can't wait for the, that game week. That's I, nuts. Yeah, the, the the Real Madrid group is absolutely nuts. <laughs> Fucking Shaq there. I was just saying to Fadi on Tuesday. Uh, Shakhtar tend to be playing Madrid every single Tuesday night <laughs> why is that game always on or Shakhtar Madrid Shakhtar I think Madrid. That, that game's been going on since 2009 when Dario Sarno was playing yeah. Shakhtar Madrid and Shakhtar City they, they, they yeah. played each other so many times I always feel um, Olympiacos City is always on Olympiacos that's just the same game it's yeah. really boring but uh, yeah no that like weren't, weren't uh, Munchen Gladbach fourth seed in that group they're, yeah but like their manager <laughs> I love their manager yeah he's great he's like, a great manager really good players in that team as well yeah well really speaking of, of their manager Marco Rose was uh, he played under Klopp at Mainz and uh, he's like Klopp's understudy basically like, okay. I, can, I can really I can really see him he'll probably get the Dortmund job next and then he'll probably end up at Liverpool so. okay. <laughs> happy days hmm. but uh, yeah. football was that easy <laughs> Um, yeah, if that is like much in Gladbach, the players they have like uh, Torgan Hazard and uh, what's his name, Turam, Max Turam, Turam. He's some footballer. Yeah, Hazard's gone to Dortmund, though, isn't he? Oh, th- he yeah. went to Dortmund, didn't he? Mm. Fuck. Oh, he's going in. Uh, no, he's gone. He's at Dortmund. He's at Dortmund. Turam. No, Torgan Hazard. <laughs> Hazard. Sorry. Turam. <laughs> She's sorry. That's I was trying to think. He's a much in Gladbach now. Marcus Thuram, he's he, I seen him against Madrid. He looks so good. Yeah, he ran Jan Sommer as well and go solid player. He's still going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 good players. But um, we talked briefly about all these uh, drunk <laughs> driving at the wheel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, he's under a bit of pressure now. So does he have a big game coming up that he can win? Uh, that he will win. 
Yeah. He's got Leipzig away. Leipzig. <laughs> oh god, don't not Leipzig. <laughs> Send it down to Europa. Painful. <laughs> I was talking to the United fan last night, right? I thought it was making sense. Sacrifice two months worth of results, get Ollie sacked and bring in Potch. Yeah, absolutely right. He'd said no. <laughs> the United fans have this thing with Ollie like yeah, and I presume it's going to be the same when uh, the mask slips off Frank Lampard's <laughs> face. But uh, but United are going to need two months worth of bad results to get rid of him because Ed Woodward came out yesterday saying he's sticking with him for the summer, it's saying he's going to back him again. So back him again this summer. Yeah. Happy days. days. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I mean. Ollie can't just lose four games in a row. He's still safe. He needs to lose fucking eight, nine, ten. That's outrageous. He's Ed Woodward said this yesterday. for the future with this clueless man. I can't, I can't believe Potts doesn't have a job. Yeah, he's still fucking living off that pay. There we go. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not going to take a job that's not unreal. He's probably waiting for the Spurs to come back. Oh, imagine. they would take him back. What? Oh, that'd be unreal. I seen um, mm-hmm. our Arsenal fans <laughs> on Arsenal fan TV were saying uh, they wanted Arteta out and Potts in. <laughs> Yeah, and literally months ago they were saying, why would we get Potch? He's never won it, and then Arteta's won an FA Cup. Yeah. That sums up. Arsenal fan TV at least. <laughs> Absolutely putrid. Who's your pick for the Champions League then? Bayern. I, I can't look past Bayern Munich. They're just, yeah, they're Everywhere on the pitch. So they're just <laughs> incredible. They're, just, they're probably one of the best squads I've ever seen. Yeah. If Liverpool, yeah. If Liverpool <laughs> buy so a centre back in January, I think they could win it. There's a pair of shares is who we're looking at. Yeah, um, I I actually hadn't heard about him until uh, I heard the lads talk about him on, on RTE. Um, but yeah, he he looks he looks a solid player like. And twenty one like is good age, but um, against Liverpool, I didn't think he had a great game. But uh, like he's young, he's a young centre back. Yeah, look, we we just we need cover there. Um, mm. Yeah, we can't come up, rock up to the Champions League final against Bayern or Reece Williams. Yeah. As, as much as I like Reece Williams um, I'm trying to think now you can't really look past Bayern Munich um, I think Dortmund little shout me and Ryan were talking about this we were saying Dortmund are the, like, the dark horses yeah if they if they're, they're qualified now anyway so that's that's uh, they don't need to worry about that but if they can keep Haaland fit for the second half of the season they mm-hmm. can win anything but we're even getting to the stage where the Premier League and the German League are ahead of La Liga for like the first time ever yeah um, because of ridiculously stupid recruitment from Barcelona and <laughs> and Madrid yeah I mean Madrid like buying buying Hazard was strange I thought at the time 130 million yeah um, for a guy who didn't score in 2020 or a calendar year or something mm. like that yeah I, I don't know um, the galactic away really yeah it is isn't it but um, yeah Sociedad are looking yeah looking top good. league aren't they yeah led by, by uh, and El Mago yeah the, actually saying that now City are missing him big time big they're missing hmm. Aguero um, what's his name Silva and company yeah. were the spine of that team and it's been ripped out under uh, Guardiola like obviously because they got older but they just haven't been replaced but as as Neil says frequently <laughs> Ryan Lowe's going to bring Neil up I've been waiting for this uh, it's not podcast Neil. the four players that um, were signed 
that were like the spine of the success of, or they were the backbone of the success of um, of City were Company, Silva, Aguero and Yaya Torre so mm. the, the four players mm. were obviously like they were fantastic when City were winning the leagues like in the early yeah you, can, you could say the replacements are Laporte, Foden and Jesus and it's not the same really is it? Uh, like I mean De Bruyne. Laporte is yeah De, well De Bruyne was kind of there for yeah. a lot of it I think City's problem is they're just trying to go through De Bruyne the whole time yeah. <laughs> like they're looking City are looking at Haaland and Laporte Martinez yeah that genuinely terrifies me yeah um, yeah. <laughs> the only the only good thing is I think if Pep had the choice between um Haaland or Martinez he'd go for Martinez because he's just more of a pet player mm, hipster yeah he is you know, well, I actually like uh, Martinez more Haaland will be in the Prem next year I think he's uh, or Bayern Munich actually look mind. none of this none of this matters oh, oh, stop, oh, stop none of this matters because uh, Curtis Jones going to win the Ballon d'Or next year yes so will we do quiz penals yeah we will season 2 season 2 quiz penals <laughs> Roy's the champion of season 1 I got I got a good trophy. We can't show it to. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So a very interesting one. I've been wait. I've been have. I had this in the bank for weeks because <laughs> I think it's time. really interesting. So the question is: teams to reach a Champions League or European Cup final, but to have never won it. Oh, this is a cagey. There are. They never won what though? The new ones. No. Champions League European Cup final the same thing so ba- Europa League and UEFA Cup they don't count it's European Cup Champions League oh sorry sorry yeah. right okay uh, so European Cup counts yeah like the old one oh, Jesus. the one Madrid won five times in a row right so there's one two three there's 19 teams to reach a final and never won it and I, you should get about five or six of them at least so this is screaming too all isn't it yeah and someone getting <laughs> so could be a 1-0 <laughs> I'll pick a number between 1 and 5 see who goes first 2 4 3 Ryan you go first Monaco is right Jesus yeah, no. uh, God it's such a wrong question uh, Atletico is right they, are the, they have the record because um They've been to three finals and never won it. I'm pretty sure they lost against Real and all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Twice at least. PSG is right. Mm-hmm. Last year, that was their first final. Um, oh jeez, are we going for the history ones already? I think so. <laughs> there's, there's two obvious <laughs> ones that if you don't get, I'll be very disappointed in. Um, Arsenal is right. <laughs> I want to see you right now. It's a good question because there's a lot there. Can't say it's not top goal. It's, it's such a rotten category to be in. We're looking for a bit of inspiration in the there. <laughs> there we are, aren't we? <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, we've been for the entire podcast we've had um a goal compilation on in the background and some of the goals have been absolutely insane. Yeah. My pick is the Suarez back heel. Yeah, if there's any like sort of pauses, complete dead air early in the podcast, that's just us like watching like mate open a goal. Dortmund. 
No, they won at 97. Fuck. The miss. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, we had a few technical difficulties in the podcast so far just um, yeah no so hard Grant. we stopped uh, during it and my phone rang but your luck Valencia and he scores mm. they've been to two oh, finals oh, that was a dirty one Ryan you're still <laughs> in it though what scores 3-2 3-2 but you, you're the only one who you went first it's a Mogus game who plays football <laughs> <laughs> Champions League finalists that never won the comp trophy Spurs <laughs> there we go oh, it's <laughs> fucking waiting for it they knew they won a European Cup but they didn't know sure. the European Cup yeah they knew they won a European thing but like what's it called that Jesus. <laughs> Too bad the Saudi Arabian League is on the Yemen versus Saudi Arabia. <laughs> on the TV. Moussen Mohammed, does anyone have. Someone's definitely bought him for an SPC. <laughs> uh, probably. It's three all at one go each left, is it? Yeah. Um, no, I can't well. This to make four. This is his fourth. Is it cheeky to go? Oh. Am I brave enough? <laughs> <laughs> there's a team after popping up on the teddy there. Oh, there's another one. Oh, no. Werner Bremen. <sighs> it's a miss. Oh, God. <laughs> 12 options left, and it's 3 all. It's sudden death now, so... You just have to get one to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Lazio. It's a miss. Imagine Lazio on a Champions League final. Lucas Leiva leading the line. I'm going to go for one here. It's inspired by Liam Brady. Sampdoria. And he wins it! For fuck's <laughs> sake. That is it. That is it. He fuck. pulled out of the bag there. He did. Yeah. The ones you're missing were Fiorentina. <laughs> the ones you're missing were Fiorentina. Frankfurt, Partizan Belgrade, Panathinaikos, San Etienne, Bruges, Malmo, and these are the ones I thought you should have got. Roma, Leverkusen, Much and Gladbach, and Leeds. Leeds. Oh my god. Completely probably. I should have got Leverkusen. I should have got Leverkusen. That was, we've, we've all seen that game. Fiorentina. So it's 1 0 to uh, Cantwell. There's again. Jeez. 1 0 0. Fair play. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. Um, I honestly think we should do a, an entire episode around Christmas that is just quiz panels all day. <laughs> quiz panel special. Yeah. And we get oh. drunk. We get drunk and we can ring boys in. <laughs> okay. That'd oh, be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Zoom boys. Yeah. So um, if anyone wants to be involved in the uh, Christmas quiz panels, give us a shout or a DM or whatever. Um, that's all we have for you today. Good luck.